It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Tommy Cairo, and when I walk down that aisle this Saturday night at the ECW Arena, I want each and every one of you to rise, get up off your feet, and pay homage to my new manager, the Virgin Princess Angel. Good evening and welcome to Wrestling Rewind. I am your host, Angel Amoroso, and I am joined by my co-host, the Iron Man, Tommy Caro. What's up, Angel? How are you, Tommy? I'm good. Uh, How are you? Great. Great. Tonight on Wrestling Rewind is an episode of Wrestling Archives. So uh, we'll get right into it here. Uh, we're, we're going to focus tonight on uh, the list of the oldest surviving professional wrestlers Uh, now this will get us into uh, an idea of you know who was around really back in the in the golden age and the pioneer age and and you know following so uh let's get right into that all right i found it and i thought that it was interesting so it's awesome want to share this so this is the list of oldest surviving professional wrestlers. 
this is a list of all of just surviving professional wrestlers as of 2017. Unfortunately, some of them have, you know, passed since then. So, uh, okay. There are 42 living veterans from the golden era of wrestling, the 1950s to the 1970s, over 75 years old. The last surviving wrestler from the pioneer era, the 1900s to the 1940s, was American wrestler Angelo Savoldi. Yes, I was there at a, a dinner for him to commemorate, I don't know what birthday it was, but it's about six, seven years ago. Okay, he was born April 21st, 1914, and aged 99 years, 145 days old. So uh, the title of the oldest verified wrestler uh, belongs to Polish-American-born wrestler Abe Coleman, who was born in 1905 and died in 2007. Wow. Uh, he lived 101 years and 189 days. Wow. So, but the oldest in the wrestling industry was promoter Harry Elliott, who lived 101 years, 314 wow. days. The wow. current oldest living wrestler is Joe DiOrazzo, DiOrazzo from the UK. The old, oldest female wrestler was Princess Bonita. She was born in 1919 and died in 2014. Wow, God bless her. She was 94 years old and 273 days. Uh, but the female in the wrestling industry was Betty Wagner, uh, the valet of Gorgeous George, who lived to 98 years old. In uh, She died in 2011. Just, yeah, that, you know, we think that must have been his wife, because wasn't his name Wagner? I believe so. Right, okay. There's a picture of Abe Coleman celebrating his 100th birthday in 2005. Wow. Um, so the oldest female wrestler to have a match was Mae Young, who defeated Lay Cool in w on a WWE Raw handicap match on November 15, 2010, at the age of 87. Mae Young, unbelievable. She took a bump. Did you see her take the bump? She to took place? many bumps. <laughs> she took the most killer bumps of all. Yeah, I mean, in the end, she was taking it off the stage or some crap. It was unbelievable. Incredible. Uh, it's just incredible. The oldest male wrestler was Killer Kowalski, who won an independent show in Massachusetts on March 14th, 2008, at the age of 81. Wow. So still going strong until, you know, 2008, Killer Kowalski. So here is the list of oldest wrestlers ever. Number one, Harry Elliott. He, he was uh, 101. His birthday was August 16th, 1904, and he died June 25th, 2006. He was the promoter of Seattle Wrestling from 1958 to 1969. He was oh. the sole promoter in Washington, Idaho, and the Northeast uh, Oregon area. Oldest in the wrestling industry verified. Nice. So, Harry Elliott. Let's, uh, all right, well, nothing's been created him yet. So, and then number two, we got Abe Coleman. He lived till he was 101. He was born September 20th, 1905, died March 28th, 2007. He was the oldest wrestler ever verified uh, that was born in Poland. Wow. Yeah. Abe Coleman or Abe Kelmer, Abba Kelmer. Uh, was a Polish professional wrestler, promoter, and referee known by the ring name Abe Coleman Hercules, Hebrew Hercules, 
and Jewish Tarzan. We were just talking about this. They didn't the, say Jew Tarzan. So. Exactly. At the time of his death, Coleman was believed to be the oldest professional wrestler in the world and the only wrestler to live past the age of 100 years old. Wow. Wow. So, Abe, good old Abe. Number three is Joe Di De, Orazio. De Orazio. I have trouble with names. He uh, lived to 99 years old. He was born July 27, 1922. And, oh, it says living as of 2017. Wow. Oldest British wrestler in the history, uh, referee and British wrestlers reunion president. Wow. Okay. Something creative for him. Let's see. Joe D. Orazio is a British professional wrestler from the Golden Era. He was also a well-known referee presiding over held bouts in Belham Palace, Olympia Cafe, Royal and Leckheim Ballroom in London, Paisley Ice Rink, Paris, Belgium, Big Top Berlin and Big Top Hanover, King Hussan Stadium in Jordan and Italy. And for uh -huh. 20 years, Joe was a uh, resident referee at the Royal Albert Hall Tournaments. He's the oldest living professional wrestler slash referee. So, and then we got Angelo Savoldi, 99 right. years old, uh, born April 21st, 1914, died September 20th, 2013. He's the last surviving veteran of the pioneer era. So Angelo Savoldi, uh, also known as Mario Luis Fornini, was an Italian-American professional wrestler and wrestling promoter, better known as Angelo Savoldi. At the time of his death, he was known as the world's oldest retired wrestler at the age of 99. So wow. we know him for running IWCCW for yeah. a very long time. Great, and, great old guy. And he's just, just a, a mellow dude. You know, he sat there like the king. So I was right. It was about eight, nine years ago. And, uh, uh, he was a junior heavyweight world champion uh, for, for many years. And then number five, we have uh, Jackie Stallone. Jackie uh, Stallone was born November 29th, 1921, and died September 21st, 2020. She was an American astrologer, dancer, and wrestling promoter. She was the mother of actor Sylvester Stallone, singer Frank Stallone, and actress Tony D'Alto. Yeah, the latter, the latter by her former husband, Anthony Filiti. So how about that? So what, what is, I, I, don't, I missed the connection here. She wasn't okay. a wrestler, right? Uh, yeah, well, uh, Jackie Sloan, she lived till 98. She was born November 29th, 1921. She died September 21st, 2020. And she was the manager and promoter of the uh -huh. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling wow. from 1986 to 1989. Wow. Mother of Sylvester Sloan. So she, you know, she was the originator of GLOW. So she is in history. Jackie in the family, I guess, huh? Huge, Yes. Uh, and then we have Dan McLeod. He was uh, 98 years old. He was born June 14th, 1860, and died June 20th, 1958. He was the last surviving American heavyweight champion and veteran of the Farmer Burns Frank Gotch error. Wow. Yeah. 
So Dan, Dan, no Dan McLeod, Daniel Stuart McLeod, was a Scottish catch wrestler of the late 19th and early 20th century who held the American heavyweight champion twice. He worked as a minor in Namineo, British Columbia, and wrestled his first match in 1889, winning the Pacific Coast Heavyweight Championship that same year. Wow. So there's a shot of Dan McLeod. I got an idea. That was a shoot. <laughs> Probably wrestled Abraham Lincoln, I guess. <laughs> and then we have uh, Betty Wagner, who died, died at 98 years old. She was born in 1912. Um, and she... Yeah, she died in June June 3rd, 2012. I don't know. It says 12 and 13 there. So she was either born in 1912 or 1913. Yeah. Uh, so the first wife and valet of Gorgeous George. There you go. So Pedro's not great <laughs> for her. All right. And then we have Pedro Stepien. He was 97 years old. Uh, born March 21st, 1916. And died December 19, 2013. He was oh. a Mexican actor, wrestling announcer, and baseball broadcaster. Uh, Pedro oh. Septian was a Mexican sports broadcaster. He was nicknamed El Mago, Spanish for the wizard. Uh, Septian was a famous in, in Mexico due to his vast knowledge about Major League Baseball. He worked for Televisa. During uh, most of his career in TV, he was also known as the play-by-play -play announcer for the Tigres del Mexico baseball team. Right. So that's uh, Pedro. And then we move on to Jerry Hogarth. He died at 97 years old. He was born April 17th, 1922. <laughs> he died April, August 14th, 2019. And he was the second oldest British wrestler ever behind Joe Diorzio. Uh, began his career in the 1940s, a source cauliflower alley club. So, right. and we got number 10, Jack LaLanne. He was 96 years old when he died. Uh, he was born September 26, 1914. He died January 23rd, 2011. He was world famous fitness guru and yeah. had brief pro wrestling career, a brief pro wrestling career in 1938. Um, okay. Very famous, that Jack Lillian. He, um, yeah. Towed a boat. Actually, yeah, across a Actually, or something. yeah, his name was Fran Francisio Henry Jack Lillane. He was, um, uh, an American fitness and nutrition guru and motivational speaker. He described himself as being a sugar holic and a junk food junkie until he was the age of 15. He also had behavioral problems, but turned his life around after listening to a public lecture about the benefits of good nutrition by uh, health food pioneer, Paul Bragg during his career here became to believe that the country's overall health dependence on health uh, in the population and referred to physical culture, uh, and nutrition as the salvation of America. So that's Jacqueline. Yep. And then we got Bill Mercer, who was 96 when he died. Uh, he was born February 13th, 1926. Uh, it says living actually. So wow. I, don't, I guess in 2017, he was living. He was the voice of world-class championship wrestling. Yep. Uh, Bill Mercer 
is an American sportscaster, educator, and author originally from Muskogee, Oklahoma. He has retired to Durham, North Carolina after a long residence in Richardson, Texas. In 2002, he was inducted into the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. And then we have Milo Steinborn, 95 years old and 328 days. He was born March 18th, 1893, and died February 9th, 1989. He promoted wrestling in Florida way back when. Yeah, he was also a worker. Definitely. He was a, I'm surprised they didn't say that. Yeah, there's there's not information on him. It says page hasn't been created yet. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, and then we have <clears throat> Mes- Meshulam. Yeah. Rickless. Uh, that was good. You got that one good. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with names normally. 95 years old. Uh, December, he was born December 2nd, 1923, and died January 25th, 2019. He was a Turkish-Israeli businessman that owned Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling from 1986 to 2001. So, and then we got Andrew... Sympidus. Sympidus. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> he was 95 years old, born August 16th, 1916, and died September 19th, 2011. He was the former manager of Gorgeous George. Oh. So I guess that's that... when he actually had a, a manager was actually a manager. Right. Not the gimmick manager. He actually worked behind the scenes and set up his, you know, his bookings and so on. Right. A real manager. Yeah. And then we have Princess Bonita, uh, 94 years old, uh, May 31st, 1919, she was born. She died February 28th, 2014. Oldest female mainly wrestled as Princess White Dove. And then we got Lloyd Antonation. Does that sound right? That's great. All right. 94 years old and 111 days. He was born December 22nd, 1922 and died April 10th, 2017. He wrestled only in Winnipeg, Canada. Wow. Yeah. So, and then we got Octavio Jonah. We'll go with that. 94 years old. Uh, He was born March 22nd, 1902 and died June 26, 1996. He was the first ever to participate in the Luchas de Apestas. Apestas. Okay. Thank you for that. And uh, next we have, oh, wait a minute, Octavio. Let's see. He was a Mexican luchador or professional wrestler known for his participation in the first ever high-profile Luchador de Apestas. I didn't say it right. Or a wager fight against, uh, I don't say that name either. Um, he held both the Mexican National Middle Middleweight Championship and the Mexican version of the World Middleweight Title Championship. Mm. His son, uh, adopted son's grandson and great-grandson have all been professional wrestlers. Interesting. Yeah, I, I wonder who who they are <laughs> you know and, and that's the thing about this like you know a lot of us are under the impression you know not a lot of us but people that don't know and, and, and haven't been fans for long you know wrestling has occurred 
all over the, country, uh, the, the, the world in different countries that you would never expect, you know, and you're going to see that they were major stars during that period. These people were like, you know, we see a picture of that guy and maybe it doesn't ring a bell, but there are people who will look at that and say, oh, wow, yeah, you know. So Some people are in their 90s. They would recall it, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we have, let's see, uh, I, 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 Imam Baksh Palawan. I, you nailed it. <laughs> 93 years. He was born in 1883 and died in 1977. He was an Indian trainer for Palwani. Yeah, he and, was a, a big, Palwani was like, you know, the, that Turkish or whatever wrestling was big. It was their own style. His actual name was Imam Baksh Bhatt. <laughs> he was an Indian wrestler and a practitioner of the Indian wrestling style of Palwani. Yeah. Imam was also known as the brother of Ghulam, the great Gama, Muhammad Butt. Uh, Imam had arrived in England by, eight, by April 1910, along with fellow wrestlers from India, including his brother, Ghulam Muhammad, Ahmed Bucks, and Gamu, to participate in European catch wrestling tournaments. Yeah, that, um, the... Uh... What did you say the guy's name before? You just said it. Uh, he was like the king. Oh, it was. We just read it. Anyway, um, I remember. Oh, the great Gamma. I remember seeing in old re regular pro wrestling magazines. You know, American. They had these like thing. They were like their their championships, and they were like a, a semi globe thing, like a big elaborate. You know, um, I don't even know what you want to call it. Almost like vessels and. That was their like championship. Some of them they were on the ground. They were so big, they would like pose with them. But that was what I believe was the, that was a shoot. That stuff. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Charles Lutke, ninety-four years. Uh, he was born December twentieth, nineteen eighteen. Died March fourth, two thousand thirteen. March fourth, my birthday. Wow. Uh, he wrestled in the Central States and was a light heavyweight champion. Okay. So, and then we move on to James Dudley, 94 years old. Um, he was born two, May 10th, 1910, and wow. died June 1st, 2004. He was the first African-American promoter and manager working under Vincent K. McMahon. Wow. So, see, James Dudley was an American baseball player, professional wrestling manager, and professional professional wrestling executive. He played Negro League football, baseball for nine years, but is best known for his time with the World Wrestling Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Uh, Dudley was the first African-American to run a major United States arena, Turner's Arena in Washington, D.C. He worked with four generations of wrestling's McMahon family and was particularly close with Vincent J. McMahon. At the age of 74, he was put back on the company's payroll to show appreciation for his work the, uh, from the McMahons. He also uh, managed several wrestlers in the WWF and was inducted into the WWF Hall of Fame class of 94. Wow. All right. James Dudley. See how many generations? They said four generations. That's that's a long time, James Dudley. The original Dudley right yep. there. 
Huh? Yes. <laughs> and moving on to uh, Bill Varga, 94 years old. Uh, January 10th, 1919, he was born. He died January 11th, 2013. Odd. He died a year after, uh, you know, a, a day after his birthday, 2013. Wow. So he at least <laughs> lived 94 so 93, really, in 366 days. <laughs> but he was a former NWA Hawaii heavyweight champion and an actor. Uh, Bill Varga, also known as William Joe Varga. Count Billy, Billy, Billy Varga, yeah. Built as Count Billy Varga, was an American professional wrestler and actor. He was born to Rose and Joe Varga. His father was a professional wrestler in Europe known as Count Joseph Varga and taught his son wrestling at the age of five. He attended Hollywood High School and graduated from the University of Southern California. Varga won the world's late heavyweight title in 1941 and later joined the Navy until he arrived home in 1947. Varga's wrestling career began to fall apart in the 1970s as he was busy in television and movie work. Right. So yeah, he actually moved on to bigger and better things. That's a really small belt there. Yeah. It's one of the smallest belts I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah Joe Varga. Oh, Billy Varga, excuse me. Uh, and then we move, move on to Nef Mava. I'm going to go with that. 93 years, 355 days. Uh, he was born on May 1st, 1924, and he died April 21st, 2018. Born in American Samoa. Wow. Top star in the 50th state big time wrestling during the 1950s and 60s. Wow. So maybe that's my via? My via? Yes, that's what it is. All right, you uh, know what? Let's, let's you know check what? that out. It, it, All right, uh, Neff Alfred my, my via. Yeah. I don't think it's my via no, was no. an American Samoan professional wrestler. He's best known for his appearances mm -hmm. in the United States with the Honolulu Hawaii based promotion 50th state big time wrestling in the 1960s. Doesn't uh, let's see. Well, the, the funny thing is that was run by Peter Maivia and his wife. So it's, it's not the same spelling, but it's pretty close. The family is the Kaluka Maiva is his grandson his ring names were Nefmaiva, Princess Maiva, and Prince Ulu Maiva. He was billed as uh, six foot, two hundred and eighty-two pounds. He was trained by Al Karazik. It, it debuted in nineteen fifty-two. Retired in nineteen seventy-four. Wow. Yeah. So, original Samoan there. Yeah. Then we got George Larson. Let's see. He was born October 28, 1914, died September 20, 2008. He was an Olympian freestyle swimmer, later became a football player turned wrestler. Wow. Uh, George Larson was a Canadian freestyle swimmer, competed in the 1932 Summer Olympics and the 1936 Summer Olympics. Wow. So, uh, Irish Tom Collins was his <clears throat> nickname. And uh, let's see. <clears throat> Any other... All right. So, yeah, he was an Olympic Olympic oh, athlete. And then we have Dick Marshall, born November 10th, 1921, died August 25th, 2015, wrestled in Quebec, Canada. All right. And then we have Clarence Eklund. He was born June 3rd, 1887, died January 4th, 1981. Oh. He wrestled in Wyoming, Midwest, and Australia. 
That's a weird mix. Yeah, yeah. Aries, right? So, and then we get into the oldest female wrestlers ever. We got Princess Bonita at 94 years old. Um, Let's see. She was born May 31st, 1919, and she died February 28th, 2014. She was the oldest female mainly wrestled as Princess White Dove. And then we have Mae Young, who uh, was born March 12th, 1923, died January 14th, 2014. Oldest person to wrestle ever at 87 years old, wrestled for WWF from 1999 to the year 2000 and then 2004 to the year 2010. Wow. Amazing Mae Young. Amazing you are. Uh, Johnny Mae Young. Born Johnny Mae Young. Wow. wow. Johnny. She was Johnny a tough, professional huh? wrestler. She wrestled throughout the United States and Canada and won multiple titles in the National Wrestling Alliance. Young is considered one of the pioneers in women's wrestling as she helped to increase the popularity of the sport throughout the 1940s and during World War II in the 1954. She and Mildred Burke were amongst the first female competitors to tour post-war Japan. Wow. Amazing. And then we move on to Lorraine Johnson. And she was born March 2nd, 1930. She died October 5th, 2020. Wow. All right, Lorraine Johnson. And then we got Ethel Brown, who was born May 25th, 1931. She died July 21st, 2021. Wow. I wonder what it was. I hope it was yeah. just all age. Yeah. <laughs> then we have Gladys Gillum, and she was born January 6, 1920. She died August 12, 2009. She feuded with Mildred Burke, so she was... Yeah, because yeah, they used to call her Gillum Gillum. Exactly. Okay, uh, and that's exactly what it says there. Also known as Gladys Killam Gillum, yeah. or Gladys Killam Gillum. Uh, yes. Okay. She wow. was that's from Birmingham, Alabama. It, you take a look at her there. Oh. Strong looking lady. Yeah. She was uh, from Birmingham, Alabama, and she died in Pensacola, Florida. She was trained by Wilma Gordon. She debuted in 1942 and retired in 1962. She had a long wrestling career. I'd like to get into that later sometime. Yeah. Uh, and then we move on to Cora Combs, who we all know and love. Uh, let's see, March 17th, uh, 1927, she was born. She died June 21st, 2015, and she's Cora Combs. Uh, wow. All right. Yeah, when I first started, you know, reading wrestling magazines, and like 10 years old, so you're talking 1968. She was still she was still around, I believe. So, and then we have Yukiku. To- oh, okay. Here goes Cora. I clicked on it so many times, and it wouldn't show yeah. up. Uh, Cora Combs, um, real name Beulah Cora Combs Zoteski, uh, was born March seventeenth, nineteen twenty seven, and died June twenty first, two thousand fifteen. Better known as her ring name, Cora Combs was a professional wrestler. She was with the last survivor of the, the Billy Wolf troop. She mainly wrestled in Indianapolis 
she was from Hazard, Kentucky. She lived till she was 88. She died in Nashville, Tennessee. She her ring names were Cora Combs, Lady Satan, <laughs> Beulah, and, and Beulah Siski, her real name. She was 5'5, oh. 138 pounds, and trained by Billy Wolf, debuted in 1945 and retired in 1985. Yeah. And then we got Beverly Shade, who was born March <clears throat> 1936. It says living. Wow. Wrestled in the WWF in the 1980s. She is 85 years old in 2017. Um, then we got Kathy Starr. She was born June 8th, 1936. It says she's still living. Uh, wrestled mainly in Hawaii. Then we got Irma Gonzalez, uh, 85 years old, August 20th, 1936. She was born and she's still living. She wrestled mainly in Mexico and WCCW. She's the oldest surviving Mexican female wrestler. Wow. So that's pretty amazing. And the oldest wrestlers currently living. Again, we uh, pick up where we left off here. Sam Burke, Alan Pinfold. Did we go? We didn't go over this. Okay. Yes, we did. <laughs> Alan like of Vegas? I don't no, remember. I think, it's, I think it's just another list. Uh, what was the first one? The first one was the oldest, but they were these are all living still, so it's probably going to include. Oh, okay. So okay, they didn't die. Okay, so Joe D. Orazio is ninety-nine years old, oldest British wrestler in the history. Uh, you know, he's still living. Bill Mercer, 96 years old, voice of World Class Championship Wrestling. Alex Lakovitas, 93 years old, uh, born in Greece, lives in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, GTV9 heavyweight champion, wrestling in, in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Then right. Cowboy Bob Ellis, Years old. Uh, let's see. He was born March 15, 1929, known as the inventor of the bulldog. I remember him. We got Samson Burke. He's 92 years old. April 8, 1929, he was born. He was the oldest Canadian wrestler known as Sammy Berg. Also was a bodybuilder, swimmer, and actor. I remember him. Because of the bodybuilding, you know. Yeah, let, let's see. Sam Burke. Uh, swimmer, wrestler, actor. There he goes. He was born in Montreal, 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 Quebec, Canada. His debut was in 1949. His he retired in 1964. Alan Pinfold was 93 years old when this was written. Uh, he was born in 1929. He wrestled in Australia and was a three-time Australian light heavyweight champion. Right. Alan Pinfold, uh, real name Johnny Gilday, was born in 1929. He's a retired weightlifter and professional wrestler. And later on a referee, best known under the ring name Alan Pinfold, sometimes mm -hmm. spelled Alan Pinfold. Uh, he was an active wrestler from 1945 until 1975 when he retired and became a referee until 1985. During his 30-year career, Pimpfold won an Australian Light Heavyweight Title Championship three times in total and also won the Australian Tag Team Championships while teaming with Alan Sherry. All right. 
Let's see. He was from uh, Sydney, New South Wales, Australia, and also known as Alan Roy. He was six foot two, two forty five. Debuted in nineteen forty five and retired in nineteen seventy five. All right. We got Bill Verna, born in nineteen twenty nine. Another Australian wrestler. Uh, won the British Empire Commonwealth Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, yeah. Australia was a, you know very, very popular. Uh, they had that WCW, they called it World Championship Wrestling, and a lot of guys from, from a lot of guys from the United States, you know, Mark Lewin, you name it, tons of guys, King Curtis. Uh, it was almost like they had just as many Americans as they had, you know, uh, Australians. Right. So Bill Verna also known as Big Bill Verna, was an Australian professional wrestler. He wrestled throughout the world during his 20-year career, especially in his adopted country of Great Britain, winning all European championship and the Great Britain Empire Commonwealth Heavyweight Championship during the 1950s, one of the first major heels in joint promotions. He was mentioned by exotic Adrian Street as one of the wrestlers who helped him shape professional wrestling in Britain. He was born in 1929 in Perth, Western Australia. His ring name was Bill Verna. He was five foot 10, uh, build weight, 267 pounds. Wow. Big guy. Yeah. Uh, then we come to Octavio Giona Jr. 90 years old. He was born October 4th, 1931. Son of Octavio. Giona. <clears throat> we got Hank Garrett, 90 years old, born October 26, 1931, wrestled as the Minnesota farm boy from 1957 to 1966. Right. <clears throat> he was a, an American actor, comedian, and professional wrestler, best known for his television role as Officer Nicholson on Car 54, Where Are You? <laughs> there goes Hank Garrett. Uh, he was from Harlem, New York City. And his, let's see, we don't need to know who his parents were. <laughs> and then we come to Gene LaBelle, oh, wow. nine years old, born October 9th, 1932. He was a Los Angeles promoter and announcer. Judo Gene LaBelle. Ivan Gene LaBelle uh, is an American martial artist, stunt performer, actor, and former professional wrestler named the godfather of grappling. LaBelle is widely credited with popularizing grappling in professional wrestling fighting circles, serving as a precursor to modern mixed martial arts. LaBelle has also worked over a thousand films and TV shows and has authored 12 books. Uh, Ivan Jean LaBelle from Los Angeles, California, uh, Wow. He did catch wrestling, judo, jiu-jitsu, boxing. He, he was taught by Larry Corgan, Corgan, and he was a 10th degree belt, uh, red belt in judo, a 9th degree black belt in jiu-jitsu, a 10th degree black belt in uh, something I can't even pronounce. <laughs> I'll try it. Yokushin. Oh, Kyokushin. Okay. Budoki. Budaki, okay. Uh, notable students: Bruce Lee, yeah, Chuck Norris, Gokar, Chavakian, Caro Parisian, Parisian, 
Neil Melanson, Robert Wall, Ed Parker, Manny Gambierin, Rhonda Rousey, Tony Helm, Roddy Piper, and Benny Urquidus. Wow. Yeah, he, uh, he was something. He the hangman, five foot ten. He was trained by Ed the Strangler, Lewis, Luthes, and Carl Gotch. Wow. Debuted December 10th, 1955, and he retired August 29th, 1980. Yeah, he was something else. He also ran, uh, you know, wrestling at the Olympic. All right, right. Wow, Gene LaBelle. Long career. Yeah. And then we got Nick Kozak. 89 years old. He was born November 3rd, 1932. Raised in Texas wrestling for Pacific Northwest WCCW and NWA Georgia. Yeah, I remember Nick. I think he's and, a photographer maybe too. Oh, all right. Yeah, it doesn't have a whole lot of information on him. Yeah. And we got Steve Novak. He was 89 years old. Uh, he was born November 29th, 1932. And he wrestled in studio wrestling out of Pittsburgh in the 1950s and 60s. Also wrestled as the Battling Bohemian and the Red Menace. Wow. Then we got Caswell Martin, who was 90 years old. Uh, he was born in 1932, wrestled in the UK, Germany, and Japan. And Sam Betts. Uh, was born March 13th, 1933. He wrestled in the UK, Asia, Middle East, and India. Then we got uh, Keita Maritana. And he was born in 1933, a former NWA New Zealand heavyweight champion. Keita, Keith Milden was his real name. Born in 1933, also known by his ring name, Keita Maritana, is a performer, professional wrestler and heavyweight champion of New Zealand from Wara, Wara, New Zealand. His birth name was Keith Milden. <clears throat> See, he debuted in 1951 and was trained by Anton Coleman. Okay. Uh, then we got Max Crabtree. Yeah. He was born in 1933, English wrestler and promoter for joint promotions, uh, brother of Shirley Crabtree. Yeah, I believe Shirley Crabtree is giant haystacks, I believe. Oh, oh, I I, I thought Shirley was a woman. No, it's a guy. <laughs> you got me there. Yep. Uh, okay, and then we got Guillotine Gordon, who was born January 14th, 1935. He wrestled in the WWF from 1964 to 1969. Also, later on in his career, he wrestled as the Enforcer Luciano in NWA Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. Guillotine Gordon. And then we got Dory Dixon, uh, who was born in February 1st, 1935. He was the first Jamaican wrestler in the WWF. Very good physique he had, too. Let's see. Dory Dixon, uh, also Dorel Dixon, uh, is a Jamaican retired professional wrestler who worked for the majority of his career in Mexico, where he eventually became a Mexican citizen. He is currently a pastor for the Seventh-day Adventist Church, preaching about religion and physical all, all over you know, Mexico here. He was born in British Jamaica, the British Empire. Ring names Calypso Kid. And Dory Dixon, 
billed as a 5'9", 209 pounds, trained by Rafael Salamanca, debuted in 1954 and retired in 1987. And we got... Yeah, I, re I remember he was a big, you know, for that day, he was a very physically built guy. I didn't realize he was get, that small, though. He wasn't that big. Right, right. Trying to get myself prepared for this next name here. Let's see. Hisashi Shinma. Okay, he born March 22nd, 1935, president of the WWF from 1978 to wow. 1984, and inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame class in 2019. Wow. Yeah, didn't know that. Let's see. Has, so let's say his name right. Hisashi Shinma is a Japanese booker and promoter mm -hmm. and is noted for being an on-screen authority at the World Wrestling Federation from 78 to 84. Built as a president of the promotion, he was succeeded by Jack Tunney. Yeah, all uh, gimmick uh, positions, not, not real. All right, right. And then we got Billy Two Rivers, who was born May 5th, 1935, wrestled mostly in Canada and the United States as an actual Mohawk chief. Wow. So Billy Two Rivers uh, began wrestling professionally in 1953 and competed until 1977. During his career, he wrestled in the United States, United Kingdom, Japan, and Canada. He was from Kahnawake, Quebec, Canada, known as Billy Two Rivers. He was six foot tall, 220 pounds, trained by Don Eagle, debuted in February of 53, and retired in 1977. I remember watching him. Actually, after retiring from wrestling, he became a leader of the Mohawk Nation on the Conahee Reservation, and he played a major role in a blockade of the Honor Mercy Bridge uh, during the 1990 Oka Crisis, and he helped also, uh, uh, he appeared in several movies after. Oh, wow. So he had quite a bit going for him. Yeah. Here we go, Paul Diamond. Yeah, that was, um, I guess, the younger guy might may have taken it from him. Okay. Yeah, okay. October, he was born October 24th, 1935, so it's not the AWA, no. the, you know, Paul Diamond that we know, where he wrestled for NWA Vancouver and AWA from 1960 to 1972. It's odd that he wrestled for AWA and then Paul Diamond would yeah. play wrestle for AWA and have that same name. Yeah. That's Yeah. And then we have uh, Yukiku Tomo. Yeah, that looks good. Yes. Uh, born November 1st, 1935. Uh, Japanese female wrestler, oldest living female wrestler, former NWA World Women's Heavyweight Champion. Wow. Yes. All right. So, Yukiku. Oh, there's nothing on Yukiku. Oh. That's awful. I hope it doesn't go all the way back here. I think I saw Earl Maynard coming up next, and I remember him. Oh, right. it went back. It did. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we were on Yukiku. We know that. So it, it's it's amazing how some of these some of these people are still hanging on. This, of course, was a list from 2017. So yeah. uh, you know, a lot of it is. Yeah, you would expect there's a bunch more that you know are gone, but. 
you know, gives you an idea of the depth of the history of this of this business. And uh, you know, we're all here because of someone before us. So it's good to take note of these people, significant contributors to the history of pro wrestling. Absolutely. I'm trying to get back on this page. It's okay. Okay, here we go. So we'll get back to this list here. Sometimes there's technical difficulties. Yeah. You know, you just have to work through them here. No big deal. So we were on oldest wrestlers currently living. Okay. Yes. All right. So there we go. Okay. There, so there we go. Yeah. Picking up where we left off. Uh, we got Earl Maynard. Uh, he was born November 28th, 1935. He was a yep. former Barbados, former Mr. Universe, a bodybuilder wrestler in yep. the 1960s and 70s and teamed with Rocky Johnson. He wrestled uh, for the Pacific Northwest Stampede, NWA, and WWWF. Let's see if there's anything more on Earl Maynard. Uh, yeah, he was awesome. He's another one of those guys that had a physique before anybody else, you know. And then we move on to Tony Contelius. He was born in 1935 and wrestled in Australia and WWWF. And this um, says he worked for many wrestling promotions throughout his career in WCW Australia and WWWF for Vincent K. McMahon. Uh, he was born in 1935 in Lobos, North uh, Aegean, Greece. Um, he was 5'9 and doesn't have his weight here, oddly. Hmm. He debuted in 1960 and retired in 1975. We have Ed Sharkey. Oh, wow. Born February 4th, 1936. He wrestled in AWA, owns Pro Wrestling America, and also has trained many wrestlers like Rick Rude, Bob Backlund, Jesse Ventura, Etc. Etc. Yep, the Road Warriors also. Let's see if uh, Ed Sharkey, the trainer of champions, has uh, been an instrumental in training some of the biggest names in the sport of professional wrestling. He owned he owns Pro Wrestling America. He's eighty six years old. Uh, he debuted in the nineteen fifties, and let's just go through a small list. He trained Austin Aries, Bam Neely, Bob Backlund, Larry Cameron, Sean Daver, D- Davari, Barry Darson, Derek Dukes, Paul Ellering, Mike Enos, Josie, Tommy Jammer, Nikita Koloff, Lacey, Lenny Lane, John Nord, Johnny Love, Charlie Norris, ODB, Rain, Ricky Rice, Road Warrior Animal, Road Warrior wow. Hawk, Rick Rude, Eric Rowan, Rick Steiner, uh, Tejo Khan, Jesse Ventura, Sean Waltman, The Warlord, Tom Zank, Wayne wow. Lee, Jerry Lynn, and Medusa Michelli. Unbelievable. Yeah. that Now, that's a, a guy who made the business, yeah. literally. Ed Sharkey. That, that's a legend right there. You know, look at how many stars. It wasn't he just trained them. They all became mega stars. Every, like every one of them. Yeah. Uh, Beverly Shade, 
who was born March 21st, uh, 1936. She wrestled in Tennessee and WWF in the 1980s. And let's see what we have. Um, Beauregard? Beauregard, yes. All right. Uh, born April 29th, 1936, was a musician and wrestled in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, better known as Beauregard. Larry Pitchford, born in 1936, is a former professional wrestler and musician, born in Portland, Oregon, uh, known as Beautiful Beauregard. And Eric the Golden Boy, built 6'1", 260 pounds uh, from the sensation of the nation trained by Deho and Mr. Fuji. He debuted yeah. in 1963 and he retired in 1979. Wrestled barefoot. Oh, okay. One of those. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, very acrobatic. I, he was no way he was 260 or maybe 220. Uh, wow. But uh, it's pro wrestling. Also very big uh, in California at the Olympic auditorium was America's champion. He had a tight, Curly blonde hair. Very, very athletic guy. It was awesome. Great. And then we got Kathy Starr, and she was born June 8th, 1936. She wrestled mainly in Hawaii. Then we got Irma Gonzalez, and she was born August 20th, 1936. Wrestled mainly in Mexico, WCCW, and is the oldest surviving Mexican uh, female wrestler. Irma Gonzalez, also Irma Morales Munez, was uh, born August 20th, 1936. She's a retired professional wrestler, Mexican professional wrestler, referred to as Luchadora. In Spanish, known primarily under her ring name, Irma Gonzalez. During her over 40-year career, from 1950s to the 1990s, she also competed at various times under the mask characters Flora Negra, Black Flower, Rosa Blanca, White Rose, and La Tirana, The Tyrant, La hmm. Dama del Enfermero, The Nurse Lady, La Enfermera, the nurse, and La Novia del Santo, the bride of El Santo. Wow. So uh, Irma was born in 1936. She had some children there, and uh, her ring names, uh, as I, I just mentioned, she was five foot one, small wow. lady, yeah. 154 pounds, trained by George Rojas. Rojas. Wow. Tarzan Lopez, Gori Guerrero, and Raul Romero. Raul Romero. She debuted August 1955 and retired in 1996. She is one of the pioneers of women's professional wrestling in Mexico, part of the first wave of Mexican women who made their debuts in the early 1950s at a time where virtually no women's matches were promoted in Mexico. She is the five-time holder of the Mexican National Women's Championship and a two-time winner of the UWA Women's World Championship and won both a U.S.-based and an Indonesian-based world championship. She wow. and her daughter, Irma, uh, were the first tag team to win the Mexican National Women's Tag Team Championships when introduced in 1990. Wow. Pretty interesting career there, Irma. Yeah, yeah. And then Gory Guerrero is either the grandfather or great-grandfather of Eddie Guerrero. 
Sure, we would imagine there's so many generations of Guerreros, so we would imagine so. Then we got Pepper Martin, who uh, was born September 20th, 1936, a Canadian actor and five-time NWA Pacific Northwest heavyweight champion. Pepper Martin. uh, He was a bodybuilder also, I believe. Okay, was uh, his real name was Howard Martin, and he was a Canadian American retired actor and professional wrestler uh, from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and he also wrestled under the ring names The Mask and Pepper Martin. And he was uh, 224 pounds. It uh, doesn't say his height here, oddly. He was trained by Al Spittles, debuted in 1957, retired in 1970, years active 1968 to 1990. Wow. Yeah, pretty pretty long thing going for Pepper Martin there. Yeah, I, I, I stand corrected. Pepper Gomez is who, who I was thinking of. Right, yeah, no, I knew that when you said it. Yeah. Okay, and then we got Black Gordman. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was born October 5th, 1936. He was a Mexican wrestler who teamed with the great Goliath, well-known in Los Angeles, Texas, the WWF, from 1972 to 1974. And then we have Emily Dupree, who was born October 20th, 1936, and she was a Canadian wrestler and promoter for Grand Prix Wrestling in New Brunswick, uh, the father of Rene Dupree. I'm sorry, and Neil I said her, sorry. Emile Dupree uh, is a Canadian retired professional wrestler and promoter. He's also the father of former WWE wrestler Rene Dupree and lives in uh, Pointe du Chante, New Brunswick. He, uh, let's see, his ring names were also Emile Guggen uh, Dupree. Uh, he was six foot tall, 225 pounds, trained by Vic Butler and Reggie Richard, debuted in 1955 and retired in 1988. Then we got Eddie Morrow, who was born in 1936 from uh, Martinique and he wrestled for Pacific Northwest and Stampede Wrestling, brother of Jerry Morrow and resides in Calgary, Canada. Uh, Eddie Morrow. Was yeah, Jerry Morrow was uh, I remember Jerry Morrow, his brother. He also went by Ed Morrow, Eddie Williams, Edward uh Etifier, I won't try to pronounce that, Jack Claiborne Jr. and Pat Etifier. He was five foot ten, two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. He debuted mm-hmm. in nineteen sixty-six and retired in nineteen seventy-eight. His brother, Jared, uh Jerry or Jerry Morrow. Um, he wrestled as Jack Claiborne Jr. in Australia and New Zealand, a reference to the African-American wrestler in the 1930s, Jack Claiborne. Okay. Then there's Mark Lewin, who okay, was here we go. 16th, 1937, a multi-time regional champion and worked as Purple Haze. Yep. And Mark Lewin... Mm-hmm. There goes Mark Lewin. Maniac. Retired professional wrestler. He was born in Buffalo, New York. Uh, the family, uh, he had Don Lewin was his brother. Danny McSheen was his brother-in-law. His ring names were Mark Lewin, the Purple Haze, and Skippy Jackson. Uh, billed uh, as 6'2", 220 pounds, big dude. Yeah, trained by way bigger. I have trained by Johnny Horton and Danny McSheen, 
1953 and retired in 1998. Wow. Long career. Very. Then we got Kenny J. He was born March 27, 1937, wrestled for American Wrestling Association from 1962 to 1985. Kenny J., better known as his ring name, Kenny Buster J., is an American mm -hmm. retired professional wrestler, best known for his appearances with American Wrestling Association. He was born in Holyfield, Minnesota, known as Kenny J. He was six foot three, 275 pounds, big wow. dude, built mm -hmm. from Minnesota, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, trained by Vern Gagne and Bob Hawkins. He debuted in 1958, retired in 2012. Jay pr uh, primarily performed as a jobber or journeyman. Uh, he was mm -hmm. often paired with fellow mm -hmm. AWA jobber Jake the Milkman Million, Milliman. Uh, Milliman in the tag team matches during his career. He was known for his stiff wrestling style. All right. So, and then uh, we come to Eric Fro Froelich. Froelich, okay. Born May 3rd, 1937. He was born in Germany, wrestled mainly for NWA All-Star Wrestling in Vancouver, Canada, and lives in Canada. Yeah, I remember and then to Paul Vachon. October 7th, 1937, he was born. He was a former AWA tag team champion and brother of Maurice Vachon. Paul Vachon, uh, He's perhaps better known by his ring name, Butcher Vachon. And there he, there he goes right there. Shown, actually, this was at a, an NCW show, Femme Fatale show in 2013. Butcher Vachon. Yep. Uh, born 1937 in Can Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Divorced three times. They put that in there. I like that. Wow. Six children. Wow. Of the Vachon family, he his ring names were Nikita Zolotov and Paul Vachon, built 6'2", 280 pounds, big dude. Yep. Montreal, Quebec, Canada, debuted 1957 and retired in 1985. Yep. We, he was listed as uh, one of the jobbers or journeymen the other day on another episode we did. Yes, yes. Uh, and then we have Raul Reyes, who was born December 12th, 1937. He wrestled in Mexico. And then Omar Atlas, who was born April 22nd, 1938. He was a Venezuelan wrestler, former NWA Central States champion, and worked for WWF from 1986 to 1992. Nice. That's a long run for Omar Atlas. Um, let's see, his best known is ring name Omar Atlas. He competed in North American International Promotions, the NWA Wrestling Alliance, Stampede Wrestling, and the World Wrestling Federation from the late 1950s until the early 1990s. Wow. A yeah. long-time alley of Venezuelan wrestler Cyclone Negro. He was often billed as his younger half-brother Omar Negro when teaming with him in NWA Southwest Sports during the 1960s and later in championship wrestling from Florida during the 1970s. Uh, birth name was Omar Nijeris. Uh, he was born in Caracas, Venezuela, and his ring names were Omar Atlas, Buddy Marino, Buddy Marino, as spelled different, Super Gladiator, Buddy Silverwolf, 
Super Steel, and Omar Negro. He's five foot ten, two hundred and forty pounds, trained by Gene Howard. He debuted in 1958. He retired in 1993. He was also a popular star in Latin American wrestling as Super Steel in Mexico as Super Gladiator and in Puerto Rico as well as Buddy Marino in the Southwest United States. So a long career there, guy. Uh, and then we come to Abe Jacobs, who was born June 18th, 1938. He was a New Zealand wrestler, former NWA tag team champion. Abe Jacobs, uh, let's see, he was one of the first men to uh, follow fellow New Zealander Pat O'Connor to the United States, where, like O'Connor, Jacobs became a major star in the National Wrestling Alliance during the golden age of wrestling, one of the most recognizable baby faces during this period. He was billed as the Jewish heavyweight champion mm. and wrestled in a number of high-profile matches with many stars of the era, including numerous bouts against NWA world heavyweight champion Luthez, Gene Kaniski, Buddy Rogers, and Dick Hutton, and Pat O'Connor. His wow. bout against O'Connor in 1961, which aired on Capitol Wrestling's weekly television show, was the first uh, two New Zealanders wrestled for a championship title on foreign soil. He was born in the Chatham Islands, New Zealand. Ring names was Abe Jacobs and Red Pimpernel. He was six foot three, 230 pounds. Uh, built from Wellington, New Zealand, trained by the Zebra Kid, and he debuted in 1958, retired in 1981. Jacobs was also an established journeyman wrestler, touring Europe and Japan on several occasions, traveling around the world four times, and wrestling over 8,000 matches in his 30-year career. Wow. Although never reaching the heights of O'Connor as a singles wrestler, he was very successful as a tag team specialist, winning the NWA Florida version of the NWA World Tag Team Championships with Don Curtis, the NWA Los Angeles International Tag Team Television Championships with Haystacks Calhoun, and the NWA Western States Tag Team Championships with Pez Watley. Other partners included George Becker, Antonio Rocca, uh, Sailor Art Thompson Thomas, Klondike Bill, Men Mountain Mike, and Lord mm -hmm. Heavyweight Champion Luther Lindsay. He spent uh, the final years of his career in the Carolinas where he became a mainstay for Jim, Crop Jim Crockett's NWA Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling during the 1970s and early 80s. Best remembered by modern-day American wrestling fans uh, as an undercard wrestler, he was the first opponent of the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Wow. When making his debut in the promotion in 1974, Flair's victory over established veterans such as Jacobs was a critical step in his career and is partially credited for helping Ric Flair become a major star in the Mid-Atlantic Territory. Wow. During his 10-year career in the amateur <clears throat> ranks, Jacob won uh, seven Per, uh, titles was a runner up at, to the nationals and a winner of the national champions. Jacobs is credited for creating the Kiwi leg roll, a modified amateur submission role, which was especially popular among fans and the date has never been duplicated. He was also widely respected in the industry, managing Ricky Steamboat's gym during the 1990s and was officially inducted into the George Dragos. Luthes Hall of Fame in 2008. 
although he was not as well known in his native country in his professional career, Jacobs was named as one of the top 10 New Zealand's born wrestlers by Fight Time magazine and was also featured on a special commemorative edition of the New Zealand's $10 note. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he oh, got a piece of money there. Yeah. <laughs> he got on a note. Good enough for him. All right, let's see. Um, where were we? Can do this again. <laughs> yeah, I think we're at like 104 time-wise. Okay. All right. So let us go through this. We were on off Illinois. Okay, so we got to go a little bit up here. Jerry Lawler. I don't know why wow. he's in there. Yeah, we got quite a bit to go. Okay, so I saw Octavio on there. Oh, Bush, Bushwhacker Luke was on there. I should just read them as I'm going up. It's <laughs> waiting here. It keeps skipping out on me. I don't know. Okay, so wow, Ox Baker's on there. So we, we can't miss these. Frankie Lamont, he was a a midget. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. So we did Mark Lewin. Yep. Kenny J. Yep. Eric Froelich. Yep. Paul Vachon. Okay. Uh, Brian uh, Maxine. Yep. But we didn't do him yet. Okay. He was a British musician and wrestler, former British middleweight champion and British welterweight champion. Yep. Brian Maxine. Do you, you heard of him? Yes. Um, early, uh, I guess probably he was most popular in the 60s and 70s. Um, so when I first started watching, I used to, uh, or paying attention to, I used to read his name in the, in the you know, in the back. In the, Here we go. I got results. it. Known as Gold Belt, uh, Brian Maxine was a professional wrestler and cabaret artist. Wow. He held the British welterweight champion from 1969 to 1971. He won the British middleweight champion in 1971. And by briefly holding the two belts simultaneously, he became the first champion at two weights since the post-war reorganization of British titles. Maxine, who was known for his regular and flamboyant appearances in the 1970s world of sports, officially held the title, uh, which was inactive. He retired from wrestling undefeated from Liverpool, England, known as Brian Goldbelt Maxine. He was 172 pounds, uh, doesn't mention his height, from Ellesmere Port, England, debuted 1962, retired 1988. He was also recorded uh, country and Western albums, and back by Fairport Convention. So he was also a singer. Huh. Wow. And then we move on to oldest midget wrestlers to perform. Lord Littlebrook, born January 3rd, 1929. Oh, death, September 9th, 2016. Date of last match, January 13th, 1995. He wrestled his last match with Little Tokyo as they lost to Bobby Dean and the Karate Kid at an NWC in... Las Vegas, Nevada. Lord Littlebrook, Eric Henry Edward Tovey, uh, known professionally as Lord Littlebrook, was a Bridget 
British professional midget wrestler. He enjoyed his great success during the 1970s when he held the NWA World Midgets Heavyweight Champion. He was also a part of WrestleMania 3 card in 1987 in front of a recorded 93,000 fans at the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, uh, then the largest professional wrestling attendance in North America history. That's Lord Littlebrook right there. Yep. Guy. Um, let's see, he was born in England and he was four foot four, 108 pounds. He debuted 1949 and retired in 1997. Wow. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. And we got Frenchie Lamont. He was born July 21st, 1946. It says he's living April uh, 29th. 2012, actually, says he died. He wrestled his last match with Harry Halton as they defeated the Mauler in a handicap match for the CWF event in Pine, uh, Peavine, Alberta, Canada. So, all right. And oldest wrestlers to ever perform 70 and over. May Young, as we got to. And the date of her last match was November uh, of 2010. She took part in a false count anywhere two on one handicap match against Lay Cool on WWF's uh, old school Raw when she put her foot over Layla for a pinfall victory outside the ring. So, May Young, wow. Killer Kowalski. Um, <clears throat> let's see, his last match was March 14, 2008. He wrestled his last match as he defeated Gino Giovanni with a claw hold at Top Rope Promotions in Falls River, Massachusetts. Uh, the fabulous Moolah was 81 years old. Her last match was uh, September 21st, 2004. She teamed with Mae Young to defeat Dawn Marie and Tori Wilson in a tag team match of WWE SmackDown taping uh, that aired on the TV two days later. Uh, Dominic Danucci, who his last match was April 14, 2012. Danucci wrestled his last match at a PWS card in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, teaming up with Shane Douglas to defeat the team of Lord Zoltan and Sean Blanchard. Wow. So, uh, and then uh, Tinny Blas is, uh, let's see, last match, August 18, 2019, less wrestled at the 2019 Expo Lucha Convention in San Diego, California, teaming up with Dr. Wagner Jr. and Octagon to defeat team of Ferrara Guerrero, um, Mysterioso Jr. and Pirata Morgan. Uh, Ox Baker, uh, who wrestled last April 19, 2014, wrestled his last match on his 80th birthday against Bobo Brazil at the CCW card in Marion, Ohio. Wow. And God, you know what? We got to just take a second for Ox Baker. Douglas Albert Baker Sr. was an American professional wrestler and actor better known as Ox Baker. He was famously, uh, he was famous for his, his eyebrows and finishing move, the heart punch, sometimes called the heart, the hurt punch after Baker's famous catchphrase. I love to hurt people. He appeared in several movies, including blood circus, blood circus and escape from New York. He was yep. from uh, Sedalia, Missouri, United States. And 
uh, let's say his ring names were Ox Baker, Doug Baker, the Ox, and the Arkansas Ox. He was six foot three, three hundred and fifty pounds from Waterloo, Iowa. He was trained by Buddy Austin, Pat O'Connor, and Bob Geigel. He debuted in nineteen sixty four and retired April nineteenth, two thousand fourteen. Ox Baker, uh, and then we got Dave Kidney, who. Uh, Last match was January 28, 2011. Last known match took place in Carnu City, Scotland. The great Kotika, still active, most recently wrestled December 18, 2021, for Nijita Pro Wrestling in, I'm sorry, Nagata, Japan, where he teamed with Shigeno Shima, defeating Ike. Akira, Hayoto, and Jaki Numazawa. I think I did pretty good there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, um, okay, so the great Kojiko is a Japanese wrestler. He co-founded the promotion Big Japan Pro Wrestling. And Kojika is the oldest active Japanese wrestler, as well as one of the longest uh, career having debuted in 1963. He's the oldest active wrestler in the world. Wow. There's a little Kojika. Um, mm-hmm. He was also known as Kung Fu Lee, Razo Kojika, Shinya Kojika, Great Kojika, and Dory Boy. He's six mm-hmm. foot tall, 251 pounds, and trained by Ricky Dozan. Uh, debuted October 13, 1963, to wow. current. Amazing Kojika. Yeah, then we have Bob Armstrong, last match, May 11th. 2019 Armstrong's last match was for Continental Championship Wrestling in Dothan, Alabama, where he defeated the assassin Bob Armstrong. Uh, Joseph Melton James was an American professional wrestler, better known as Bullet Bob Armstrong, in the course of his career, which spanned five decades. Armstrong held numerous championships throughout the southeastern United States. His four sons, Joseph, Scott, Robert, Bradley, Steve, and Brian, all became wrestlers. Uh, let's see, and we all know who they are. Ring names, Alabama Jawjacker, Bob Armstrong, uh, Georgia Jawjacker, Jim Durango, and Bullet Bob. Five foot 11, 227 pounds, 1960. Uh, he debuted and retired in 2019. Sons, Brian Armstrong, Brad Armstrong, Steve Armstrong. Yeah, we know all the Armstrongs. Yep. 